Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It's Rick Tittle. Alrighty then, thank you for that, and uh, welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. He's so great. Oh wait, that's me. Come on in and get heard at one eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. That's what you get. That's what you're gonna get. Let's hear it. One eight hundred one eight hundred eight seven eight play football, basketball, baseball. Hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. It's all here for you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Jay Peterman is going to be on the show at 1040. That's John O'Hurley. And I wonder what his, I'm sure he gets this uh, everywhere, but I wonder what his favorite line is. Elaine... They changed the cable stations again just when I finally memorized them. That was pretty good. Or, I too once fell under the spell of opium. It was 1979. I was traveling the Yangtze in search of a Mongolian horsehair vest. That type of stuff. So we'll talk about it. 1-800. Oh, Elaine, this dry air is curing me like a black forest ham. <laughs> Uh, Do I have anyone else on the show? Yes, I do. Army Specialist Jeremy Boyle. We also have author Patricia Schultz. She has a new book called Why We Travel. Director Kay Asher Levin for his new film, Dig. It's a big film starring Thomas Jane and Emil Hirsch. We'll have Stranger Things co-star Christian Ganeri. Ganeer? Ganeer. We'll find out. I'll say Ganeer. Ganeer. Comedian uh, Sally Brooks, The Girl Next Door. It's all going to be here. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening, both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network as well. You're doing a great job. Stay safe and come home soon. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
When you need your tech working its best, Staples has you covered. My PC has three speeds, slow, slower, and slowest. Staples has you covered during our free PC tune-up event, Saturday the 18th and Sunday the 19th. Bring your existing PC to any Staples store and we'll remove junk files, improve your startup and operating speeds, and optimize your device's performance with a one-year subscription for PC tune-up software. A $30 value free. Your tech solution is at Staples. In-store only, Windows devices only. Appointments encouraged by phone or in-store. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast. Coming up in the next segment, Army Specialist Jeremy Boyle. His brother, Lance, uh, has a bad job. But we'll talk to uh, him coming up next. By the way, there's a, uh, a sign here in the studio 
that says no eating or drinking. And um, I'm pretty much a rule follower unless it's something ridiculous. But I'm, I would say I'm pretty much law-abiding. But uh, so for years, I've never, you know, eaten or drinking <laughs> anything in here. <clears throat> and then uh, I just brought in a little Belvita for breakfast. This program brought to you by Belvita, by the way. And um, I thought, oh, what the hell, I'll just eat in here real quick. Uh, who cares? And then... Um, I'm, my boss comes in, hands me a book, I'm eating, and then I just realize I'm on the Twitch cameras eating. You know who cares? Nobody. Nobody cares! But uh, I just thought it was kind of funny. It's kind of like when there was a home run ball hit at the Coliseum several years ago. Kyle Seeger of the Mariners at the time hit a home run. I was in the right field bleachers in Oakland with all the peeps. And the ball landed at my feet, and I scooped it up. And I turned to a little kid next to me, and I said, do you want it? And he looked at me like I was Jack the Ripper. Just fear, stranger danger, strangers with candy, Charles Manson, bad guy. And then he got, I said, you don't want it? And then right then, I turned, and I realized I saw all these horrible teeth gnashing and ugly faces going, Tittle, throw it back, throw it back. And I was like, oh. See, I never, <clears throat> I would never throw it back on my own. I think throwing the home run ball back is stupid. Although I do think it's cool at Wrigley when, or sometimes, uh, I mean, it's mostly Wrigley, but that a ball goes out and it goes into the street and then the kids say, was this a Cubs home run? They go, no, the other team, and then they throw it back way over. I think that's actually really cool. But throwing a home run ball back <clears throat> is dumb. Give it to a kid. He'll love it. Who cares who hit it, right? Huh? Bloomer? Yeah, Bueller. Uh, and so I looked, I thought, throw it back, throw it back. And I went, oh, okay. And as I turned to throw, I realized I had on my credential and I was holding a beer. And when you throw something on the field, you immediately get thrown out of the game. And uh, luckily, I remember watching the feed from the A's Regional Sports Network, Comcast Sportsnet. And they just showed me, you could see me pick up the ball and that was it. And then on route, the Mariners Network, they just showed Seager going around the bases. And then you saw the ball like bouncing towards the infield. You could never saw, you never saw who threw it. And I thought, that's good. All right, let's move on. Um, interesting in the NFL after one week, and there has been a cut, and that is that the Colts have made the decision to move on from their kicker, Rodrigo Blankenship, after his rough outing in Houston. The Colts had a chance to go ahead in the first possession of overtime, a 42-yard field goal. That's basically an extra point these days. But Blankenship was wide right, and the game ended in a tie. And after the game, Blankenship said via The Athletic, snap and hold were great. I just need to do my part and finish it off. It didn't feel great coming off my foot. 
But besides the missed field goal, Blankenship also had a kickoff out of bounds with two minutes left in the game, which gave the Texans the ball at their own 40. And so Frank Reich, Frankreich, that means France in German, he was asked on Monday if Blankenship was going to be his kicker, and he didn't really give him a vote of confidence. He said, Chris and I will sit down and have a long discussion about that tonight and see where we're at. That's general manager Chris Ballard he's talking about. So <clears throat> five days to go until their next game. The Colts aren't going to have much time to find a kicker. And uh, they had a uh, quick tryout and ended up uh, with uh, Chase McLaughlin and Lucas Havrasik. John Havrasik, Celtics. Uh, Lucas Havrasik both getting signed to the practice squad. So they haven't made up their mind on either of those guys. I wouldn't be surprised that if it's McLaughlin kicking Sunday on Jacksonville, not only are they familiar with him because he kicked four games with them a couple years ago, but he was also the Jaguars kicker, so he knows what that stadium is like. Havrasik, as you might think, is an undrafted free agent who's never played in a game. But the Colts had him in minicamp, And so they had his cell number, more or less. And for Blankenship, this really brings a disappointing end to his career because he was all rookie two years ago. He hit 87% of his kicks, 32 of 37. Didn't play at all last year because of a hip injury. And then in camp, it was a competition that he won. Um, He did make two field goals. Sunday, 47 or 27 and 45 yards. But uh, I think that thing that has never helped Rodrigo Blankenship is that he has David Cross eyeglasses. I mean, <laughs> you know, Carney Lansford used to wear these glasses that looked like they would break if you breathed on them. Uh, Eric Sogard had these sort of glasses that a substitute teacher would have. You know, Chris Sabo was the guy with the Reds that came in with the Rex specs, which I used to wear during uh, uh, softball days, which sucked. And it wasn't until somebody invented some Oakley's <clears throat> prescription. Or, I have a new thing, contact lenses, or, wait for this, LASIK. By the way, I was one time offered free LASIK from Dr. Scott Hiver if I would do a commercial for it when I was... Uh, the uh, Raiders post-game show guy, at pre and post, and I said, nah, because my brother got it and he still needed glasses. Wavefront technology from Scott Hiver. And then I said, nah, and he's like, well, you're over 50 anyway. I was like, oh, thanks. But here's the thing, Colts. The most accurate kicker in the history of the Oakland and now Vegas Raiders, that hurts, is Daniel Carlson out of Auburn, who had a bad game for Minnesota. He missed two field goals, and that was it. They cut him. And he is a Pro Bowl kicker. And knock on wood, the guy is the best Raiders kicker I've ever seen. Better than George Blanda and Jim Breach and Sebastian Janikowski. You name it. He is by far, in my opinion, the best Raiders kicker I have ever seen. And um, I don't want to say most reliable because I'll jinx him. But that's the thing. You know, I would wait. If you have a guy 
who was uh, all rookie team, and he hit eighty six percent of his kicks, and then missed the season. Are you really? This this just shows me they don't really like the guy, or they think, like I said, those goofy Coke bottle glasses. They just don't help. And then he's got a nineteen seventies Magnum PI mustache. So you're wearing a helmet, the number three, goofy glasses, ridiculous mustache. I'm telling you, those things are subliminal. <laughs> they don't help at all. All right. All right, Tittle, we will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Byline. Anderes geben, diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen, bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 
That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. Thank you. (laughs) What did I just say? Do you know who I am? You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, syndicated and on American Forces Radio Network as well. And we have a member of the military with us right now. And I'll tell you what, computer coding is a very important skill in today's world, economy, uh, whatever you want, your career. There are so many opportunities. And there's a surprising place where you can get trained for this and thrive, and that's the U.S. Army. There's actually a special unit within the Army Futures Command that is dedicated to coding called the Army Software Factory. And to talk about those technology jobs and those innovation plays in the U.S. Army, We're quite happy now to be joined by specialist Jeremy Boyle, platform engineer with the Army Software Factory. Jeremy, did you know about this going into the service, or is this something that you saw and then you just jumped at it? Hi. So first off, thank you for having me. Um, So I didn't know about this specific opportunity uh, because it it didn't exist when I first joined about four years ago, uh, what I'm specifically doing now. But uh, I actually joined because uh, I knew that there would be some sort of career opportunities uh, within the cyber field. Um, I've been coding and, and programming since I've been around 12 years old. Um, so I just really had uh, a passion. Um, and I knew that this is something that I always wanted to do. So that's the reason why I joined in, into the Army. And I think people who listen to this and they say, oh, you know, I don't really have, I'm not tech savvy. And it's like, well, they'll train you. I mean, you don't come into the Army knowing how to drive an M1 Abrams or fly an Apache. They train you up, right? Yeah, that's actually correct. Um, and, you know, I'm actually a little bit of an interesting story there, too. Um, I'm actually a medic within the Army. Mm. So I don't have necessarily the uh, technical background in the Army sense uh, of knowing how to code. Um, but I was given the opportunity when I went to my first unit as a private um, and my battalion commander asked if anybody knew how to make an application. Uh, you see this time and time again um, as, as leaders are, are within their formations. Um, you know, they're wanting to, to move into this technical space. Uh, and I rose my hand, and, and I actually created an application for him. Um, so even if, you know, you hit it right on the nail, you don't have to know how to do uh, some of this stuff. The Army will train you. Uh, specifically, I had just kind of like a passion for it. Um, so that's where my stuff come from. But, but the Army will train you. You know, just on an aside, as a medic, do you guys still carry around morphine surrettes? Is that an antiquated thing now? <laughs> that's actually a good question. 
Um, so here at the Software Factory, uh, I don't carry anything like that anymore. Um, but uh, that is something that you do carry when, when you do deploy or anything along those lines. Um, but really, as, as the Army comes along, uh, you know, we're always looking for better opportunities. Um, you know, that best service is uh, the, the soldiers, wh- whether that's medical or, or anything along those lines. So, um, yep. If somebody was in, like, a crowded theater and yelled, medic, would you jump up? Are you, like, like a jungle cat? <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually pretty funny. Um, so, you know, I... I am a medic, uh, so whenever anybody calls, uh, you know, I'm always there, that, that person. My medical background doesn't go away. But, uh, you know, really what I do now is uh, I'm a platform engineer, uh, so I help manage a lot of the infrastructure. So when some people call, um, you know, they'll jokingly say medic, and then I'll go over there and I'll fix uh, whatever <laughs> issue that they're having. So I'm a technical medic now. The IT medic? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... Now, some people might be listening and they say, well, you know, I'll, I'll join the Army and I'm going to learn software that has to do with, you know, some sort of uh, weapons platform. But no, this is a skill that you can take into the civilian world, can't you? Yes, of course. Um, so, you know, really we work with leading tech industries um, and academia. So we're receiving, you know, the best and most up-to-date uh, information with whatever's going on in the tech world, uh, we're really pushing the boundaries and, you know, things that we do here, we also share with the tech industry and, and we're both moving uh, at that, you know, really cutting edge uh, of technology. So everything that I'm learning here uh, is 110% relevant. Um, some of the things we're doing here is actually uh, further than some of the companies that, you know, are trying to move into the, the cloud space and, and so on and so forth. So it's a really amazing opportunity um, that is not only going to help you within, you know, my Army career, but it's also going to help me once, uh, you know, I choose to retire and stuff like that. What can you tell us some of the innovations that you and your uh, teammates have uh, come up with? Oh, yes, of course. Um, so as I mentioned, I, I handle a lot of the, the platforms. So I create the infrastructure that the developers actually code, and I make sure that um, the websites, the you know mobile applications, uh, everything is secure and up to date. So one of the um, uh, things that you know we've done is we've shortened the amount of time that it actually takes to get that software in soldiers' hands, mm-hmm. whereas traditionally, uh, without someone like a platform engineer, uh, it would take longer. Uh, it would take somewhere a, a year or, or even longer. So we've offboarded a lot of those uh, security controls uh, by having you know experts that really specialize in, in cloud infrastructure, such as myself, um, to really front forward that. So that way, the developers can focus on what they do best, and that's making software. I also think about in today's world with the threats of uh, cyber attacks. Uh, is this something that you guys are aware of as well, and firewalls and malware and all that other kind of, uh, you know, secret cyber wars going on? So, uh, I, you know, that's a really good question. And uh, that that is everywhere. That's not only just the Army. Everybody is susceptible to, you know, uh, cyber attacks and so on and so forth. Uh, obviously, with, you know, being the, the U.S. military, uh, that is our first and foremost uh priority when we're making these applications 
Um, so, you know, making them secure and being, a, uh, you know, uh, locked down, and as you mentioned, with a lot of those firewalls and, and securities uh, and, and doing that in a way that is successful uh, is really, really, really important, not only for the Army, but every organization that, um, you know, has some sort of uh, cloud aspect or uh, website or application that, that they hold. And um, a couple months ago, I had a specialist on, and the reason I had the specialist on was just to talk about that rank, because we always think, you know, private, corporal, sergeant, you know, E1, E2, E3, and just about the the idea of the specialist. And so do sometimes people see your insignia and, and even in the Army say, what's that? Uh, some people do. Um, I've been really given an amazing opportunity uh, to lead by my tech experience rather than, you know, my rank as, as a specialist. Um, so there are some people who ask, but, um, you know, the senior leaders that I've met with on a day-to-day basis, uh, they don't judge uh, based off of my rank or anything. Um, it's really the, the technical skill set that you bring forward. Uh, it doesn't matter what rank you are or anything like that. The Army needs this talent, um, you know, so... Uh, you know, really getting started. Um, you know, if you're interested or anything like that, you know, uh, you can go to the Go Army website. There's about 200 career opportunities in there. Um, if you come in as a specialist or, you know, come in as those ranks, uh, you know, really just, just push forward and, and people will listen, um, you know, if you put that best mind, uh, mindset forward and stuff like that. That's very cool. And then um, finally for you, um do when you guys have some downtime, little Call of Duty going on? Do you still like uh, use your computers for just uh, recreation? <laughs> that's actually uh, that's pretty funny. Um, so our our computers uh, that we have here um, are really based uh, so that way we can you know program and stuff like that. But uh, we do you know have a little bit of uh, team building activities. Um, you know, all our, our soldiers that we have here, we're very close. Uh, it's, it's, it is like a family. Um, so we do take opportunities, whether that is, you know, doing stuff on the outside. It, it is really a, you know, a tight-knit group here, um, just within the Army in general. There he is, U.S. Army Specialist Jeremy Boyle, Platform Engineer at the Army Software Factory. Go to GoArmy.com. And uh, I think this is a really cool opportunity for uh, people out there, young people who are interested in computers, interested in a career in computers, but also very patriotic, want to serve as well. It is a great combination of the two. Uh, Specialist, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. No doubt. I remember when uh, a buddy of mine in uh, high school joined the Navy, and they gave him a test, and he said, I qualified for nuclear. And I said... What's that? Is that where they put you in the reactor on a nuclear sub? And he's like, what do you mean? I go, what, what do they do that's nuclear except like a nuclear sub, right? Like a Trident sub? And he was like, I don't know. I just know I qualified for it. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on the other side with writer Patricia Schultz.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Uh, I guess I do. We're waiting on our guests, and um, when we get in, we get her in, we'll uh, throw her on the air. It's a travel uh, writer, and um, I remember when 
<clears throat> I would go to Europe in the 80s by myself. I graduated high school. Um, three days later, I turned 18, and I went to Europe by myself for six weeks. Yeah. Uh, I met up with relatives. I met up with my girlfriend in Rome at the time, just 18. But, you know, there's no internet. There are no cell phones. You know, my parents had no idea where I was, just that I was probably in Germany or Italy or something. And so you come to rely upon two books. There was one was by Fodor's and one is by Frommer's. And I had those two books and those were very important because they would have maps. And I remember, um, I forget which one was which, but one of, I ended up throwing them both away. Though one of them, Fodor's or Frommer's, used to have maps of the youth hostel, or in Germany, the Jugendherberge, or in France, the Auberge de Jeunesse. And it would basically, it's the little symbol of the youth hostel, and it would be the entire map of the city with that little logo on the inside. <laughs> we'll get back to that in a minute, but we're very happy to bring in uh, veteran travel writer Patricia Schultz. She has a brand new book just out yesterday from Workman Publishing called Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to See the World. Patricia, welcome to the show. And I know some people don't have that wanderlust. Uh, I've known some, and I'm sure you have too. But for those of us who do, what, what did you find when you did the research on why we travel? I think that... Um I think a lot of it is in our upbringing, too, and maybe how parents um, have us view the importance of travel. And, you know, because I came from a family that didn't travel much at all, and our, our means were very modest, and my parents were immigrants, my mom, and, you know, but it was always held apart, that August trip to the shore. We did it very modestly, you know, the soggy tuna sandwiches in the cooler and the trunk, you know, it was that we stayed in somebody's home in a boarding house in ways that no longer even exist. You know, so it can be doable, but my parents always managed to instill in us that importance of getting away and out of our comfort zone and seeing a little bit of the world as, you know, limited or, or humble as it might be, but it was still leaving home, you know, seeing what was on the other side of the, the village walls. And so people who don't have that, it doesn't matter. I think, um, you know, we either have that curiosity or not. And during the pandemic, it seems that we all stayed home because we had to. I mean, that was, you know, no news to anybody. And it was a global situation, not just a national. And we've become kind of lackadaisical or, or relaxed about getting back in the saddle because the more you stay home, the more you stay home. So this book, I think, is just to give us that kick in the pants and to remind people of why we travel. We all have that common denominator, and that is curiosity, and that is this you know, desire to remove ourselves from the same old, same old, you know, the predictability of our 24-7 lives and to see something maybe a little bit more exciting as we perceive it to be, or a little bit more different as we hope it is. And you don't have to go far to find that. You know, people often think it has to be exotic and expensive and on the other side of the globe. And no, look what we have in our literal backyard. We have so much, 
So you don't need to, you know, plan for six months. If it's Thursday and you want to leave Saturday morning, fill up the tank, you know, fill up the car, throw everything in the back seat, and off you go. And within an hour, within half an hour, within three or four hours, invariably there's something worth your time and worth your energy. And, you know, it's kind of invigorating, and it's a recharge, I think, also. It's... Um, it's a new energy, and it's an experience that you may not even have anticipated, and those are the best kind that you bring home with you that make you kind of ready for Monday morning to you know, start all over again. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, especially in the pandemic. We discovered so many things, especially here in Northern California. There are so many things within an hour or two that uh, um, are extremely Interesting. For me, when I was five, my brothers and I, we went to Europe with my parents. And then it was the first of many trips to Europe. But as a kid growing up, and even though I didn't have a lot of memories, I knew that I had been to London and Munich and, and Paris. And I think it made me more worldly. And it gave me that thirst to, to go back and see my relatives there. For, for you, what was the moment where you're like, this is going to be my career? <laughs> You know, it took me an awful long time to understand that um, I could make a go of this. I had been traveling since forever, but for whatever reason in my life, I had always allotted it to be some kind of side hustle that I would do whenever I had enough money put together or whenever, um, you know, I had a few days off or could make it happen. But it never really registered that it could be a career or a profession or, you know, a something I'd get a paycheck for that was, you know, late in life. But in the meantime, all of those years prior to that, I had experienced um, things and places and met people that I just never would have had I stayed home. I did get, when I was living in Italy, where I went to experience um, my roots, because my mom is from southern Italy, um, I went to Florence for a few days, I stayed for a few years, and a friend of a friend of a friend called me and said, we're kind of in a fix. We have a guidebook. We have a missing chapter. You're living in the city, the capital city, Florence, of the chapter, which is Tuscany, that we need a week from next Thursday. Do you think you could whip it up for us? <laughs> and I said, sure, absolutely. And I hung up and I cried because I had never written a postcard, <laughs> a chapter for a guidebook. But I did understand early on that if you always show up and you always say yes, that only good things happen. So I wrote that chapter about 14 different times, and I made up a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was an eye-opening experience that there was like a profession to be had, and then I spent the next many months trying to make it happen. What would be on your wish list? Because it's not possible you've been absolutely everywhere. Um, where do you still want to see that you haven't seen yet? Well, there are a couple hundred places, and we'd need a few hours for me to go all <laughs> through them. But my short answer always is because I've had a fascination to see this place, and I never have, and that is New Zealand. Mm. I've never been, and uh, people who come back are absolutely over the moon about how beautiful it is, how lovely the people are. There are more sheep than there are people. The North Island is very different from the South Island. They filmed a lot of the trilogy there, the Tolkien movies, the Middle Earth, 
the countryside is quite astonishing, I believe. So um, I'm saving it. You know, it's not close. It's not easy to get to. So it's one of my excuses that you need a chunk of time in order to go there. But there are a lot of places I'd go back to a second time and a fifth time. But I try not to because, you know, there's just so much I haven't yet seen. So, um, But my list is long. People think I've been everywhere. And I think that's pretty much impossible to say for the average person. Yes. Last question, as I know you have to run. Um, for you, when you think about, uh, you know, as you say, why we travel, and I know a lot of people nowadays say, you know, experiences over material items. What about just the investment in yourself and what that what traveling does for you? Oh, I think, um, you know, to put it succinctly and maybe oversimplistically, I think that it makes us better people. It makes us more um, aware. It makes us more sympathetic, empathetic it makes us it gives us a wider world view we see different ways in different politics we see a different governance in other areas of the world um and we see that for all of our differences we're so similar everybody loves their family everybody wants you know better life for their kids everybody wants to put food on the table just to make a healthy and solid and safe environment and living for their family unit and everybody's curious, Every, you know, whether it's going down the dirt road to collect water or to the next town over, everybody wants to travel and see a little bit beyond what is their home. And um, I hope we continue doing that. I, I think that it's an incredible, incredible, invaluable education. I always say that the world is a classroom without walls, and um, I stand by it. Again, in our backyard or overseas, it doesn't much matter. The important thing is to just get up and go. There she is, Patricia Schultz, the author of Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to See the World, just out yesterday from Workman Publishing with fantastic photography in this book as well. Patricia, congratulations on the book. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Until next time. All right. Yes. Until next time. We look forward to that. She's written a few books, by the way, A Thousand Places to See Before You Die, and then A Thousand Places to See in the United States and Canada Before You Die, and then A Thousand Places to See Before You Die Page-A-Day Calendar. That's morbid, man. Anyway, to finish my story about how horrifying uh, (laughs) Frommers were. So I would look for the hostel, and it would basically be like, if you know what San Francisco looks like, or let's, let's use New York City, okay? You have Manhattan, the island of Manhattan. It would be like putting the logo of the hostel in the middle of Central Park and having it say, you know, West 55th at 6th Avenue. I'd be like, what? So I've, I quickly realized that the maps were a joke and beyond useless. So I threw that book away. And then the other one, whether it was Fromers or Fodor, Fodors, um, all the information was old. <clears throat> and I remember in Denmark... I was trying to find where you catch a bus, and it said, go here. There was no bus stop there. I don't know how many years ago, or they just, as she said, made it up. And then the worst one was I was in Copenhagen, and I wanted to rent a moped. Yeah, can you tell this is 1983? And I walked forever. I must have walked for two hours to get to this place, and it was a a coffee house. And I said, do you rent mopeds? And he goes, oh, no, the moped place closed six years ago. I go, so this, that, the moped place hasn't been here for six years. He's like, yeah, that's what I just said. And I didn't just throw that guidebook away. 
I went out over a trash can and I started to peel out one page. Rip, throw away. Rip, throw away. Rip, throw away. This is back when we had like just Nike high tops. You know, now shoes are comfortable. <laughs> and I just thought if I threw it all away, I just, I wanted to punish the book. So I've had Rick Steves on several times and I just talk about how to make, how do you make sure that it's up to date? Because that's just horrifying. Because when you're reading the book in California and you go, oh, go to this place to rent a moped, they hadn't checked on it for, if it said we changed in six months, I'd be like, all right, I forgive them. Six years? Yeah. But you won't get that from Workman Publishing. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. 
If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. All right, we're getting ready for an hour number two of three. John O'Hurley coming up in the next hour. Jay Peterman. Stranger Things actor Chris Kinnear. Comedian Sally Brooks on the third hour. Shaq played for six franchises over 20 years. That's a lot of teammates. He was speaking on his podcast, The Big Podcast with Shaq, and Shaquille O'Neal four-time champion, Hall of Famer, was asked, who is your worst teammate ever? He said, quote, worst teammate, Dennis Rodman. He was a great player, but he made it hard. Like when you try to corral the guys together and people above you are letting this one guy do whatever he wants. So we had to be there an hour before the game. He'd come in 15 minutes before the game eating chicken and rice. While the coaches are talking, he would jump in the shower, cold shower, come in and give you 15 to 20 rebounds. (laughs) We all know about Kobe's uh, beef with with Shaq, uh, but, you know, they didn't get along. But, of course, uh, Rodman would be a tough guy to get along with when he was so uh, such a walking distraction like that uh, at all times. They only played one season together and uh, 98-99. They only appeared in 23 games together, and they were beaten by the Spurs in the Western semifinals. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a break, and we will come on back. Radio News with Lance Pride. A party at the White House Tuesday was celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act. President Biden. Chairs who worked for almost two years to make this law real. And all the House and Senate Democrats who stood together and never, ever, ever gave up. This couldn't have happened without every single one of you. And that's in the literal sense in the Senate. Every single one was required. 
Tuesday's Consumer Price Index report that inflation is at 8.3% year-to-year. That resulted in more than $1.5 trillion being lost from the Standard & Poor's 500 on Tuesday, nearly erasing a four-day rally. Concerns now turn to the Federal Reserve and the need to push interest rates much higher to combat inflation and government overspending. Senate Democrats are hoping to persuade their GOP colleagues to approve new funding to fight monkeypox, tossing around numbers between $1 and $4 billion. Senior health officials, including Anthony Fauci and CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, are set to testify about monkeypox today before the Senate Health Committee. Former President Trump press staffer, 25-year-old Carolyn Levitt, has won the Republican primary in New Hampshire's 1st Congressional District. Well, look, the voters of the 1st District made their choice clear. We won by a pretty big margin tonight. Voters made their choice. They wanted a homegrown America First conservative going up against Chris Pappas this fall. And I expect all Republicans across this state, across this country, to join behind the people of the New Hampshire's first district and help them get rid of our far left Democrat opponent, Chris Pappas. Thursday night football tomorrow night is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs on Prime Video. USA Radio News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you, or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Six years after the total solar eclipse best witnessed in Oregon, viewers may get another chance at witnessing this unique event again, this time with an annular eclipse in 2023. According to NASA, an annular eclipse happens when the moon passes between the sun and the earth while the moon is at its furthest point from earth. That eclipse will pass from Oregon to Texas on Saturday, October 14th, 2023. My Pillow founder had his cell phone taken away by the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow and an ally of former President Donald Trump, said Tuesday that his cell phone had been seized by the FBI. Lindell said the seizure took place at a Hardee's drive through while driving back to his home in Minnesota. The Washington Times reports the seizure of Lindell's cell phone comes while the agency has targeted numerous Trump allies as the midterm elections loom. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Ferrari unveiled its long-awaited $390,000 Priro Sangway, saying it will put the race car maker into a new era of broader appeal. With four doors, four seats, and a V12 engine, it will hit showrooms next year. Ferrari is asking people, please do not call it an SUV. Piro Sangway means thoroughbred in Italian. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. 
My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, we're here for hour number two. Great to have you with us. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's the number to call up and talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, could have told about chess checkers, rugby, cricket, all that type of stuff. So come on in and get heard at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Director K. Asher Levin is going to join us. Also, John O'Hurley, Jay Peterman, third hour. Noah Parker, Christian Guineer, and Sally Brooks will join us. I got an email from the Warriors yesterday asking me if I could try out for a swingman. No, uh, it was a fraud alert for tickets. They do this a lot, but they said over 500 fans showed up at Chase Center last year and were denied because of counterfeit tickets. Now, these are all electronic, and they come through your phone now. So it's very sophisticated. But there's a special place in the depths of the fires of hell for this, for, to me, for this type of uh, crime. Because you can't, I mean, just think about how excited somebody is. You know, maybe they got the tickets for Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Just think about how excited they are. And you got all your gear on. We're going to see Steph Curry. You know, maybe it's the playoffs. And you get over there and they're like, yeah, sorry. It's counterfeit. I mean, anytime you steal from somebody, it's a horrible thing, obviously. But man, oh man, to to do that, like I said, there's just a, there's somewhere in hell. 
there's got to be a place for those people because that's just disappointing beyond belief. All right. That's my three cents. You get an extra cent here at Sports Byline. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Twitch.tv, where my yellow We Believe shirt is way too bright for television. That's why it's Twitch. It's kind of television. Actually, it's not television at all. It comes over your computer. Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Sam's new project needs a project manager right away. If she's going to manage to hit her deadline. It took an extra week to get approvals, but they still want the original delivery date. I guess we'll figure something out. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com. Technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness. Antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey! 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. We are very happy to bring in filmmaker Kay Asher Levin. He has directed a new film called Dig, which is out today with Thomas Jane and Emil Hirsch. Asher, welcome to the show, and I understand you have some sort of sports story or angle to all this. Is that correct? <laughs> I don't know about an angle for the movie. I mean, the movie's not a sports movie, but and it comes out actually on Friday the 21st. 23rd? 23rd. Oh, okay. So next Friday. Gotcha. Uh, on demand in theaters. Where are you guys right now? San Francisco. Okay. I don't think you guys it's out there. It's in LA. Uh, but it's on demand. You can get it everywhere. Uh, we'll talk about taking a second, I guess. Yeah. No, uh, just uh, first of all, I want to know your picks for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and then also, no, I was just saying, I've never been on a sports show before. Uh, and... Um, I actually have a kind of interesting backstory with my family, uh, basketball-wise. My grandfather founded the San Diego Clippers Whoa. Um, and then sold them to Donald Sterling. Wow. So I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan, not a Clippers <laughs> fan, of course. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when the Lakers are terrible, which you never know this year, I am a Warriors fan. So, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm rooting for you guys. So, so you're, you're NBA fluid, and I think I'm NBA too fluid, to be honest. I mean, I even watch some of the summer league and stuff like that and check every day to see if my team can get better. It just doesn't seem like it is so far. Now, where you must have been, I believe it's before Donald Sterling bought the team that you guys drafted Tony Gwynn out of San Diego State and he picked basketball. I mean, he picked baseball, that obviously. Is, that is true. We had uh, my dad at the time was uh, like. I think he was 29 and ran marketing for the company. And um, I know we had McAdoo mm-hmm. and uh, World Be Free. I think we had Kobe's yeah, dad. He was Lloyd Free back then, yeah. Yeah. We had Kobe's dad, and I don't remember who else. And then we got Walton when we moved to L. No, in San Diego. And then he broke his. Uh, I forgot what he broke. He broke a lot of things, and then he was like out of the league. And my grandfather didn't want team. So, oh, sorry, can't say Ooh, that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. He didn't want a. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna censor myself. It was like me with my kids, uh, and he didn't want a bad team, and uh, and so he decided to go back in the movie business and sold Sterling, and that was that. Now, um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. We'll get to the movie here in about an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were they were the Buffalo Braves and they wasn't wasn't Braves. your grandfather wasn't he the Celtics owner? He was the Celtics owner. That is correct. All right. So he owned this. It, this was back when uh, basketball teams were worth nothing. Yeah. He had a, a large uh, a chain of theaters, uh, movie theaters that he owned with partners. And uh, when they sold the movie theaters to the company that acquired uh, as collateral. They gave uh, the guys, I believe it was the Celtics, and I want to say the Chargers. Um, and my grandfather took the Celtics because he was a basketball fan. His partners took the Chargers, I believe. Wow. And uh, he didn't want to commute to Boston. And we won one championship. That was the Havlicek one. Mm-hmm. And, then, uh, and then he was friends with David Stern, who at the time, I believe, was, uh, was assistant. To uh, you know, to running the league, and then they kind of made a deal to 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 get the Braves, and then sell the Celtics, get the Braves, and move them to San Diego, turn the Clippers. 
Wow. So you, in the finals then, this year, knowing your connection to the Celtics, those are long dead to you. You were, you uh, rooted for Golden State? Yeah. I mean, that's, I always say, when people say, why aren't you a Celtics fan or a Clippers fan, and why are you a Lakers fan? Mm -hmm. I said, well, if your grandfather sold away the Celtics and the Clippers and you're from Los Angeles, wouldn't you be the biggest Lakers fan in the world? Because those are the two teams that the Lakers hate the most. You're in the town, and you don't have any ownership of, a, of teams that you should have. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Um, but, yeah, I definitely root it for the Warriors. I, I mean, you guys have the, the, the easiest team to root for in the NBA. Yes, they you have know? some. They, well, unless you hate Draymond. But other than that, they have some lovable characters. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If things don't go well this year, maybe Draymond will come to the Lakers. Oh, that I'm would be pretty cool, kidding. yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. Hey, I, I actually wouldn't, I would be intrigued by that. All right, let's yeah. talk about Dig. because talk about Dig. Yeah, um, filmed in the desolate area of New Mexico outside Las, Las Cruces. Steve Brennan Correct. trying to piece his life together. Tell us a little more. Uh, yeah, so, you know, this is a movie, I, I, I think it's, it's a classic you know, the style of crime dramas and thrillers that, uh, that I grew up watching on TV and also going to movie theaters. Uh, you know, I'm 42, so I grew up watching a lot of the 90s um, action thrillers, uh, the independent ones that were sort of influenced by the new wave of, like, Tarantino and Rodriguez and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and those definitely harken back to the 70s, more independently-minded, tough-guy thrillers, uh, Walter Hill and William Friedkin. Um, Clint Eastwood, obviously, and some of the earlier Scorsese and De Palma films. And so, you know, when I was brought this project, it just felt like a really great way uh, to embrace stuff that I, I truly love. Um, it, it, all the, the sort of styles of movies I've, I was talking about had three very specific things in them. One is, you know, really sharp dialogue. Um, the second is uh, the sort of... Uh, the combination of, of, a, of a, a sort of heartfelt drama uh, with, with an, a sort of unpredictable uh, criminal and sort of dangerous element. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, the pinnacle of these kind of movies, uh, like, you know, Dog Day Afternoon, for example, on a very grand scale. But, you know, you have this sort of heartfelt core of performance, and then it's, it's sort of set against this, this very sort of elevated version of a, of an exploitational crime movie. Right. And, you know, and so, you know, crime, you know, Bonnie and Clyde and, and all those things, so on and so forth. Right. Uh, so this is the sort of same type of thing to me. It's, it's four people in a, in a ranch. It's, there's a gun, there's dead bodies. Uh, and there's a lot of trauma, you know, the R2 leads, uh, Thomas Jane's character and his daughter, uh, who is played by his actual daughter. Uh, you know, we, we start the film with a, a pretty tragic opening of uh, a road rage incident gone bad, leaving, uh, uh, you know, the, the girl's mom dead and, uh, and her uh, hearing impaired. And then we cut to a year later and uh, Thomas Jane's character has fallen upon hard times. And he, just like a classic Hitchcock movie, he takes a job he shouldn't have from a character that definitely doesn't look above the level. Uh, and then we sort of dive into, you know, a classic thriller setup uh, set against uh, the desert sprawl of Las Cruces. And it's a, really an endurance test then. It's a quasi-home invasion, 
film, but really a movie about um, uh, trauma that breaks apart a father and daughter, and then and then the trauma that brings them back together. We just have about a minute, but when you work with some AAA actors like you have, some blockbuster actors, how much is it a collaborative effort where they might have a suggestion here or there? It's 100% a collaborative effort. I look at the script as a map, and, uh, and you know, the actors are the drivers. So uh, I'm just sort of a passenger that is making sure that, uh, that the car doesn't go off the road, that's all. Well, good answer. All right, there he is, K. Asher Levin, director. Uh, this movie is going to be huge from Lionsgate and Saban Thank Films. You. It's called. It's Saban, and and yeah, and guys, go uh, to on demand. Is it Saban? Uh, I've been saying Saban, Saban like the football coach. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Saban, <laughs> and guys, go support independent cinema, uh, and also have a blast with some really fun performances and some pretty awesome action for a small film. On demand uh, next week. Dick. All right. There he is. Hey, Asher, congratulations, and thanks for coming on, man. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right. Good stuff. Did you know that, uh, Dominic? Saban Films? Yeah. I just think Nick, Lou, Saban. <laughs> I actually, when that first I first saw Saban Films, I was like, does he have his hands in that? Because he makes, you know, $10 million a year. It's like Braun. Have you seen that before a movie? And I'm like, is that LeBron's company? I don't know. It's probably Brone. <laughs> I was saying that wrong, too. All right. So we will take a break, and we will come on back on Byland. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 
That's 800-915-9654. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Ah, hurts my feelings. Why did I write it? Why did I tell Joni Carroll to voice that 20 years ago? Talk about getting your money's worth out of some VO, huh? There it is. Uh, Coming up in the next segment, John O'Hurley. John O'Hurley. What a good Italian boy. Uh, he's be here for the uh, National Dog Show, but also Elaine. I'm Jay Peterman. Um, listen, I like Aaron Judge. I don't love him because he's not on my team, but I like him. Drafted by the A's out of high school, <laughs> great college tight end, but a masher. And there have been plenty of guys his size. Remember Kyle Blanks? Remember guys like that? You're like, oh my gosh, this guy's a beast. I remember, like, you know, um, Mike Morris was kind of like that, and he was a shortstop. I mean, just these guys as these beasts, and you're like, oh, if you only only you could hit. Well, he can't. <clears throat> and he has started this month red hot, and now he – what is red hot? How many days are we into September now? Uh, I think it's 13 days, 14 – 14 days, the 14th. He's hitting 514 in September. Rick, I thought you said 514. Yes, 514. And so he's making a shot at the Triple Crown. Now, over in the senior circuit, Paul Goldschmidt is making his own run at the Triple Crown. And we talked about this about a month ago. Only in history has there been a Triple Crown winner in both leagues at that same season. That's the A's, Jimmy Fox, Double X, Philly, and Chuck Klein. Philly. Yes, A's and Phillies, same city, same year, the year my dad was born, 1933. So they have a chance, these guys, a small one, but a chance. 
And there has only been one Triple Crown winner in the last half century, and each of the last six Triple Crown winners have come from the American League. you got to go back to Joe Medwick in 1937 of the Cardinals. Oh, yes, all these storylines for the last NL Triple Crown. But the last one's in the AL. The only one I've ever seen, because I was too young, I was a baby the other two times, Miggy did that 10 years ago. Miguel Cabrera, Tigers. He was the MVP. He hit 330 with 44 home runs and 139 RBI. Yaz did it in 67. He was also the MVP. 326, 44, 121. Frank Robinson did it with the Orioles. 1966, he won the MVP. 316, 49, 122. Mickey Mantle did it in 56. He won the MVP. 353, 52, 130. Think about that at the time. Mickey Mantle, you want to know what a star he was out of Commerce, Oklahoma. In 1956, he hit 353 with 52 home runs. I'd say he's a Hall of Famer. Won the MVP. Ted Williams had two triple crowns, 47 and 42. Didn't win the MVP either time. He was a runner-up. Now, when Ted Williams hit over 400, he also wasn't the MVP because Joe DiMaggio had the 56-game hit streak that year. So Aaron Judge, six foot seven, two eighty-two. He is the guy who's been stereotyped as just a lumbering, all-or-nothing slugger, and that's so not true. He is a very gifted natural athlete. He is a very lithe and smooth center fielder. And he hit 287 last season. So entering this year, he was a career 276 hitter. Now to qualify for these uh, for the batting title, you have to have 3.1 plate appearances per team game. In other words, every game played, not just the ones you were in, which is interesting. So if you want to break it down, that means 100, 162 games, you got to get to the plate 502 times, 502 PAs. Now, the AL batting race right now is Luis Arias of the Twins at 319, a no-name until this year. Xander Bogarts is 318 with the Red Sox. Jose Abreu, White Sox, 312. Judge, 310. Nate Lowe with the Rangers is 307. Now... That's a very low batting average for a batting champ at 319 right now. Um, but as I said, you know, Frank Robinson won the batting title at 316. It's not a low batting average. It's just a little low for a crown. And last season, Yuri Gurriel won the AL batting crown at 319. And Justin Morneau won the NL MVP with a 319 batting average. The last time in the American League the AL batting champ had an average that was that low was Rod Carew, 72, 318. But batting averages have declined, prompting MLB to say no shifts next year. Now with home runs, they always say you can't predict what's going to happen in baseball, but I can predict that even if he's out for the season at this point, Aaron Judge is your home run king. 
57. 57. You look at Trout and Otani, 35 and 34 respectively, and the Angels stink. Just think about how amazing those two players are. And I know Trout's been hurt. But think about how incredible Trout and Otani are, and you can't fashion a 500 team with those guys. The Angels are a joke. They're an, they're probably the most disappointing team in baseball. Jordan Alvarez has 33, and there's a lot of guys tied with 30. But the last player to lead baseball in home runs by as many as 14 was Jimmy Fox, 1933. He had 48. Babe Ruth had 34. Can you imagine out-homering Babe Ruth by 14? I love that stat, especially because he's on the A's. So he's going to win the home run title. We know that. Now, RBI. And here's the thing. Judge does not just knock in runs with dingers. If you look at his numbers with Rispy Business, runners in scoring position, 363. And so right now, he has 123 RBI. Jose Ramirez of the Guardians, 109. Nobody else even has 100. By the way, Otani, 88. Judge has the chance to be the first 130 RBI guy since J.D. Martinez did it four years ago with the Red Sox. He could become the first to get to 140 since Prince Fielder and Ryan Howard did it both in 2009. They both had 141. No AL, no AL player has gone that high since A-Rod 15 years ago. The Yankees had 156. So Ramirez is lurking in the RBI race, as I said, but it's, I mean, Judge has a 14 RBI lead. So the home runs he's got done, the RBI, I think, is in his back pocket. And uh, so not in the safety deposit box, but in his back pocket, it's just the batting average. And like I said, he doesn't even need home runs. He can just hit singles the rest of the the season. But this guy is looking for a home run. By the way, remember Mickey Mantle? He was on Letterman. He's gone Letterman all the time and tell great stories about him and Billy Martin and Whitey Ford. He said, I tried to hit a home run every time I was ever up. So Aaron Judge has his work cut out with him. Uh, he's nine points behind Luis Arias with two guys ahead of him as well, Bogarts and Abreu. But it could happen. Ever Mickey Mantle told the story, of course, a famous drunk, and he got his liver transplant. He jumped ahead of a lot of people, even though he's an old man. <clears throat> Controversial even then. But he told the story about how he was on the DL, and he woke up on a park bench and he said his whole face was morning dew covered, and he went to the ballpark, and he was sitting on his hat because they said, you're up. He goes, I'm on the DL, and they go, no, you came off this morning. Go up. He said he was hungover. He couldn't find his hat because before batting helmets, he said he put his hat on, and it was bent in half because he was sitting on it, completely hungover, first pitch, home run. Uh, I don't love stories about being so drunk you fall asleep on a park bench, but I do like the story of thinking you're on the DL, you're hungover, and the first pitch you hit home run. That's just um, Hall of Fame talent. What are you going to say? That's Hall of Fame talent. All right. Am I rooting for Aaron Judge to get the triple crown? Yeah, I am. He's a kid from the Central Valley, and why not? I'm not a Yankee hater as much as you are. 
I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with John O'Hurley. can't get much for five bucks these days unless you go to wendy's for a five dollar biggie bag get your choice of double stack junior bacon cheeseburger or crispy chicken blt plus four-piece nugs fries and a drink all for just five bucks that was smooth wasn't it that's how you're gonna feel when you get that biggie bag at wendy's u.s price of participation may vary includes four-piece nuggets small soft drink and small fry prices may be higher in alaska and hawaii Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
Rick Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right, I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world, also on American Forces Radio Network as well. It is our pleasure to be joined by John O'Hurley. He's here to talk about the National Dog Show uh, presented by Purina. And, of course, the NBC two-hour special is a holiday uh, tradition, um, which uh, comes to us uh, every November. John, I was thinking about ways to introduce you. You're just an entertainer, aren't you? (laughs) Well, I was... I've been doing plays in the basement for my parents since I was three years old. <laughs> now, what's funny is that over the years, I've interviewed a lot of people who were known as a character, and I remember talking to Donnie Most, and he just hated people calling him Ralph Mouth. You embrace Jay Peterman, don't you? Well, they're two different characters. One one is the height of elegance and, and pomposity and lunacy, uh, and I think Donnie probably has a, a different feeling about his character, although I like <laughs> Donnie a lot as a friend. But, uh, you know, they're, I mean, they're two completely, uh, uh, I mean, the Seinfeld writers really sculpted quite an enduring character there. Uh, he was a, uh, you know, a corporate Mr. Magoo. When you think about uh, all, I'm sure people have asked you this, your favorite, line because there are so many and i think the one i thought of first was oh elaine this dry air is curing me like a black forest ham <laughs> which one is your favorite do you have well one? you know there's there's a whole bunch of them but you know i always love in the wedding cake episode when i finally catch um, uh elaine uh, having pilfered my rather expensive piece of um, of uh, pre-war wedding cake there um and I sit her down in the office, and I say, Elaine, do you have any idea what happens to a butter-based frosting after six decades in a poorly ventilated British basement? <laughs> I have a feeling what you're about to go through will be punishment enough. <laughs> that is pretty good. So, you know, I've talked to a lot of people over the years that have been on uh, Curb, and, and so when you tried out for Seinfeld, was, was it Larry and Jerry there, or did they just hand you the role because you were already... Oh, they just handed me the role. It was... it was. Uh, I had a series on ABC um, right up until the day before mm-hmm. uh, called A Whole New Ball Game, mm-hmm. and um, it was canceled. You know, ABC just said, don't bother coming to work. We pulled the plug. That's the way they do it. <laughs> and... Um, so, you know, I went out to dinner that night crying in my beer, trying to take the cancellation as personally as I possibly could. And um, Larry David's office had called and said they had the guest star of this kind of wacky character, and they thought I could kind of hit it out of the park. So they said, uh, come on over. It's all yours. So originally I said no, wow. uh, but my, my manager never communicated that. He called me the next morning and said, I didn't tell him, so you got to go. Um, so I said, all right. And, you know, and, and in truth, I allow myself 24 hours to mourn anything. <laughs> so it's, uh, it was just about the right amount of time. So uh, I went over there and just kind of blew it out of my, uh, blew it out of my system, had a fun time doing the role. Although I have to tell you, when I uh, picked up, when we read that script, um, I called my manager back and I go, this show's not funny. How is this the number one show on TV? And, you know, the point is, it doesn't read funny. Right. It is funny because of the way the scenes, you play them as a drama, and it comes off funny. Right, because on paper, you know, you ask Kramer, how do you do? He says, I do great. That's not funny on a piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> right? <laughs> it is. And it's, but if, and it, it's also, it takes an actor a while to learn a different sense of comedy when mm-hmm. you're doing Seinfeld. 
Because, again, you've got to play it as a drama. You have to play it with all of the stakes at the absolute peak. Uh, you look at George Costanza, swung from the middle rung on the ladder of life, <laughs> screwed his way to the middle. But, boy, there wasn't, and there wasn't a more tour-de-force actor yeah. playing the passion of being mediocre than, <laughs> than, than Jason. I mean, in the hands of any other actor, that, that role would have just fallen flat. No doubt. A um, couple more questions here for John O'Hurley, National Do- Dog Show. We'll get to that in a second. But I wanted to ask you a whole new ball game. You had Richard Kind on that show, and and the way he talks—is is he like that uh, no. off screen too? Absolutely. I Richard and I are very dear friends, and mm-hmm. I was with him the day that he had his—he just started to play golf, and he was uh, kind of following in my shadow, and and. Um, we were up at uh, uh, a golf course north of uh, Los Angeles, and he had a hole-in-one. Ooh. The ball never moved higher than 14 inches off the ground, 175 yards. Wow. Hits the front of the green and rolls into the hole. And he goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we realized, I said, well, now you have to buy drinks for everybody at the club. That's uh, the tradition of a hole-in-one. Right. He goes, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And I was thinking about you, like, in the early 80s, bouncing around kind of the um, the soap opera world. When you got on Santa Barbara and you were an everyday, was was that when you kind of thought, hey, I've made it? Well, you know, I I was I started, uh, that, that Santa Barbara really was the end of the daytime run for me. Um, I had come from the number one show there, Young and the Restless, and prior to that, All My Children, and mm-hmm. prior to that, um, uh, loving, and then I started off on Edge of Night back in '83. Mm-hmm. So I had a long run on daytime, but I, you know, I, I kind of felt um, uh, that when I was on Loving and I was playing, I was the first twin brothers on daytime. <laughs> you have me to thank for that nonsense. Uh, and um, they had to find a body double for me because they had to shoot over somebody's shoulder uh-huh. so I could have fist fights with myself and talk to myself and whatever. <laughs> and um, the, uh, so they found this guy who was a bouncer down at the old limelight um, uh, bar uh, in lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, a tall guy with dark hair and uh, he looked like me from behind. And so that was perfect. And so he was, you know, just there and made his living for over a year, just as my body doubled. But he's, every time he opened his mouth, it was, oh, these stems and those type of guy. Yeah. And he was driving me absolutely nuts. And so finally I turned to the producers. I said, just tell him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'll figure out the spacing of the lines. And I'll, it's just he's driving me nuts just mm-hmm. with trying to do my lines in his personality. Mm-hmm. And then when he would finish on the set, he would say, well, I'm going to go down to my dressing room, and I'm going to um, do my uh, finishing my play. I said, you're writing a play? He says, yeah, I'm writing a play about my life. I said, well, good for you. It was Chaz Palminteri. He was writing Bronx Tale. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we all got to start somewhere, right? I guess. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. All right, the National Dog Show. 30,000 beautiful dogs. What's going on here? No, we, no truthfully, we have 2,000 dogs. Oh. 30,000 people. Um, and oh, sorry, 30,000 30, dogs over 20 years. I have to read the whole sentence. Oh, yes. okay. okay. Oh, I get you. All right, the stats uh, hold up then. Yes. But it's, uh, yeah, we are on uh, year 21. 
couple of uh, you know, we have about two thousand of the best dogs in the country every year, an audience of over thirty million, and it's just become a wonderful staple and a wonderful family tradition on the great family day of the year. I mean, who knew that this would when this started in two thousand two, and we you know we were surprised when nineteen million people thought it was a good idea too, and uh, it just continues to grow and grow and grow. Unlike pretty much any show on television, you know, every year they're losing their they lose their audience just piece by piece by piece as people start to disappear. But we, we actually, ours actually grows, and I just find that uh, a credit to the world of dogs and uh, and why we love them. You know, thinking about you as a, as I said, entertainer, a, a singer, and a dancer. If I could give you right now a role in like the number one movie in America, or I could give you a, a one year run on Broadway in a musical as the lead, which would you want? Uh, I would want the the musical because uh, I have my show Chicago the musical where I do the lead <laughs> and uh, I've done over two thousand performances of, of that and uh, you know I, I I don't you can't enjoy a show more than I enjoy doing uh, Chicago. You mean I missed you in Chicago when I was there in December? Well, well, you probably did. Yeah, I only I go in six to eight weeks a year. Okay, um, and do a, I do a little do my little stint. Uh, and then sometimes I'll take it out on tour as well. But I've done, as I said, over 2,000 shows oh since, uh, over the last, oh gosh, 15, 16, 17 years, I guess. They need to get your name on the marquee up there. It is. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I've done my research. <laughs> when, I'm th- when I'm there. When you're there. All right, well, it wasn't there when I was there. All right, that's my, uh, yeah, because I said Hugh Jackman, the music man. If it would have said John O'Hurley, I'm like, I'm going over there. Uh, you know, a, a music man would have been. That's that's what a wonderful show that is. Seventy six uh, trombone. I had sadly have not gotten to see Hugh in it, but uh, uh, what a wonderful show! And then I have to bring this up too: video games, SpongeBob, your King Neptune. You know, you're in the you're in a couple of SpongeBob games. You were in Fable uh, two as well. How did that? How did you get into that world? Because that's a well, pretty cool know, thing. You you know you know my past better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Just not your I'm not present. a video. I'm not a video game guy, but I do mm. them, uh, and you know they are recorded much the same way animation is. So um, you know you go into a studio and you uh, you know you could be in your pajamas and no one cares or, or knows. Uh, last question: What is your favorite kind of dog? Well, for the show, I I have a soft spot in my heart for the Irish setter. Mm. And the reason is that they perform so beautifully in the ring. They, they, we have a, a beautiful, you know, dark blue carpet. And when you have this auburn-colored dog with the most erect posture, looking as elegant as, as it does, and the hair is just flowing back and forth when it comes into the ring and does its runaround, um, it, 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 as I always say, it looks like the redhead that just walked into the cocktail party. Wow. I guess O'Hurley. Yeah. What if it was just called the setter? Would you love it uh, as much? I, well, there's a lot of other setters there, but nobody uh, uh, nobody compares to the Irish setter. There he is, John O'Hurley. Make sure to check him out. The National Dog Show, 21st year, uh, presented by Purina. It has become part of Americana, and uh, it will be on NBC, two-hour special. John, uh, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Great to talk to you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on SportsBot.
own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. is a majestic stallion. Thanks for that. Welcome back to the show. Really fun to have John O'Hurley on. That quote he had, uh, Elaine, do you have any idea what happens to a butterbase frosting after sitting 60 years in a poorly ventilated English basement? That was uh, his favorite line, he said, and that was from 
the episode where he bought King Edward's wedding cake for like $30,000 and he left it in the fridge and then Elaine ate it. <laughs> and then she tried to replace it with a knockoff. And then he had the security cameras and saw her eating it. Uh, that was pretty good. And then he took Elaine to see the English patient. Patient, Remember, uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, in real life doesn't understand why he thinks that movie is romantic. And so he definitely uh, took a shot at it uh, on his show. But Elaine is in the member. She's like saying, oh, this movie is so stupid. It's so boring. He goes, Elaine, I hope you're watching The Clothes because I can't take my eyes off the passion. <laughs> and the other one, he um, he bought like JFK's, was it his putter or his driver? And um, or a couple of them, but they were uh, bent. And uh, it's because apparently uh, whenever... Uh, JFK would make a bad shot. He would slam his clubs, and he'd hold them up. He says, I never knew Kennedy had such a temper. Um, <clears throat> anyway, good to have him. An email, rick at sportsbyline.com. Uh, Chrissy, Rick, interesting. Your guest grandfather owned the Clippers. What do you think of Balmer? Yeah, Steve Balmer. He's the owner of the Clippers now. Interesting. Um, he is the ninth richest man in the world. He has $91 billion. Bill Gates hired him to be the president of Microsoft, and then when Gates retired, he became the CEO until he left. $91 billion just to put on a tie and sit at a desk. And the funny thing about Balmer is that he was sort of lauded because he doubled their profits but he said, don't get into smartphones, which Apple did and which the Android makers did. And so Microsoft really swung and missed. Well, they didn't even swing. Is there a Microsoft smartphone? No. But you know what? Apple's making a car. Did you hear about that? The Apple car? Yeah. It's called the Apple cart, by the way. No, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, thanks for the question, Rick, at sportsbyline.com. We have another hour to go. We have Noah Parker, Stranger Things actor Christian Guineer, and stand-up comedian Sally Brooks. Come on back, y'all. Radio News with Lance Pride. A party at the White House Tuesday was celebrating the Inflation Reduction Act. President Biden. Chairs who worked for almost two years to make this law real. And all the House and Senate Democrats who stood together and never, ever, ever gave up. This couldn't have happened without every single one of you. And that's in the literal sense in the Senate. Every single one was required. Tuesday's Consumer Price Index report that inflation is at 8.3% year-to-year. That resulted in more than $1.5 trillion being lost from the Standard & Poor's 500 on Tuesday, nearly erasing a four-day rally. Concerns now turn to the Federal Reserve and the need to push interest rates much higher to combat inflation and government overspending. 
Senate Democrats are hoping to persuade their GOP colleagues to approve new funding to fight monkeypox, tossing around numbers between $1 and $4 billion. Senior health officials, including Anthony Fauci and CDC Director Rochelle Walensky, are set to testify about monkeypox today before the Senate Health Committee. Former President Trump press staffer, 25-year-old Carolyn Levitt, has won the Republican primary in New Hampshire's 1st Congressional District. Well, look, the voters of the 1st District made their choice clear. We won by a pretty big margin tonight. Voters made their choice. They wanted a homegrown America First conservative going up against Chris Pappas this fall. And I expect all Republicans across this state, across this country, to join behind the people of the New Hampshire's first district and help them get rid of our far left Democrat opponent, Chris Pappas. Thursday night football tomorrow night is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs on Prime Video. USA Radio News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes, I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Six years after the total solar eclipse best witnessed in Oregon, viewers may get another chance at witnessing this unique event again, this time with an annular eclipse in 2023. According to NASA, an annular eclipse happens when the moon passes between the sun and the earth while the moon is at its furthest point from earth. That eclipse will pass from Oregon to Texas on Saturday, October 14th, 2023. My Pillow founder had his cell phone taken away by the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow and an ally of former President Donald Trump, said Tuesday that his cell phone had been seized by the FBI. Lindell said the seizure took place at a Hardee's drive through while driving back to his home in Minnesota. The Washington Times reports the seizure of Lindell's cell phone comes while the agency has targeted numerous Trump allies as the midterm elections loom. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. Ferrari unveiled its long-awaited $390,000 Priro Sangway, saying it will put the race car maker into a new era of broader appeal. With four doors, four seats, and a V12 engine, it will hit showrooms next year. Ferrari is asking people, please do not call it an SUV. Piro Sangway means thoroughbred in Italian. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. 
they told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. San Francisco, around the world, American Forces Radio Network. Got an hour here, chock full of nuts. By the way, tomorrow on the show, Holly Robinson Pete, uh, also Steve Ranazizi, and um, Brad Williams, some comedians that uh, you all love. Uh, you all love. Uh, and uh, so we'll have them, peeps. Uh, as uh, as well, but um, uh, an interesting thing when it comes to the betting world, and uh, that is the fact that the Detroit Lions are favored this weekend. They have not been favored for 24 consecutive games. They have not been favored since November 22nd, 2020. But their game against the Washington Commanders, they're a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And um, that would snap a 24-game streak of futility. And uh, ESPN is reporting that that is the longest streak that a team has been at an underdog in the Super Bowl era. And (laughs) November 22nd, 2020, they were a one-point favorite against the Carolina Panthers. And they lost 20 to nothing. Who was the quarterback? Dominic, I'll give you $100 right now if you can tell me who the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers were two years ago, less than two years ago, that beat the Lions. Will Greer. P.J. Walker. Yes. XFL guy. P.J. Walker. Wow. Dom says an ex-XFL guy at a temple. Yeah. The Lions, (laughs) 
were underdogs in week one. But remember, they put the fear of the good Lord into Philadelphia, 38-35, narrow loss. They had almost 400 yards of total offense. They had 181 on the ground. They were down by 17 and almost won. So getting a little love, Campbell, biting your kneecaps off. I'll bite your kneecaps off, you son of a boop. All right, come on back. we got another hour. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com That's AgainstTheNumber.com Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle Rick Tittle is a genius The best show ever He's so wonderful Genius The best show ever He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. (laughs) 
All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. It is 11-12. It's time we check in with one of our friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. Now, for full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year, specialist specific packages, our prices are reasonable, our tracking and distribution process is simple, and our results are real. And it's uh, good to be joined by our buddy Noah Parker, once again, who covers the uh, NBA. Noah, interested in your thoughts about Sarver, uh, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns. He's he's kicked out of the league for a year. He gets a $10 million fine. And uh, I kind of thought in today's world, if you're an NBA owner and you're dropping the N-word, they would give you the boot. Is he getting special treatment? Is the penalty too harsh? What do you think? Uh, I mean, if you compare it to the old Clippers owner, <clears throat> I mean, he was a little more, you know, outspoken, but... I was a little surprised because usually it's just cut and dry. You're done. Um, you're not being talked about anymore. You know, you're going to be remembered for for that, and that's it. And you know, they send you to the depths of the earth. And I thought that was going to happen to him because that's just the way society's been: cancel culture, et cetera. And um, you know, I was a little bit surprised that he didn't get the full boot in just uh, <clears throat> one year, like he was betting on sports, like that uh, wide receiver, uh, without the fine, but. Well, we'll we'll see. What, I mean, I thought I think there'll be so much more outcry and people, you know, wanting more that they might just, you know, change it up, and we'll see. Yeah, it reminds me of Donald Sterling's famous quote, which was recorded to his girlfriend V. Stiviano: "Have sex with the black guys, but don't bring them to the games and have them sit with us." Oh man! <laughs> like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> I don't That's want my I don't want my friends looking at them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, everybody knew he was going to get uh, pretty much outlawed, banned from everything. But you know, they did. They, you know, if you compared it, it wasn't obvious. You know, still bad. But it wasn't as you know, like you know, jolting, neck neck cranking, and just as revolting as everybody. You know, with Sterling. So yeah. getting here, maybe he had you know some some hands in people's pockets and was able to not be fully banned. But I was a little surprised that he didn't get just because of the way. You know, it's been going with society that right. I thought he'd be done. Let's talk about uh, also, um, you know, Anthony Edwards got himself in, in trouble with a homophobic piece on social media, and he's apologized uh, profusely, uh, even though he dropped a couple of N-words in there. Uh, but this guy was the number one overall pick, and a lot of people think at the age of 21 that he's now ready to take the next step and become an all-star for the T-Wolves. Do you see that? Well, only because of their roster I can see it happening. They don't really have a lot of guys uh, that, 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 you know, can really he – he's going to be the man. Um, he can be the man. He's got the talent. Uh, we've seen it last year. We saw it the year before. Uh, I mean, he, he's been hyped up for a while now. He can be. I, I wouldn't put it past him if he was, but – <clears throat> uh, I, I'm not sh- not really sure yet because, like, like you said, he's, he is still pretty young, but he is at the age where he is maturing enough mentally to where he knows he can get to that step. Let's talk about the Knicks a little bit. And, yeah, they somehow uh, missed out on Mitchell, and maybe the price was too high, but they did sign Jalen Brunson, and this was a guy playing alongside Doncic who was pretty good. Um, 
he didn't start every game, but now after $100 million, they're going to lean heavily on him. Do you think Jalen Brunson is ready to be the guy under the bright lights at MSG? I was a little ho-hum with him, with his signing. I think it was more because of his father played for the Knicks. And, you know, they had to sign somebody. I'm ecstatic that they did not give up the farm for Donovan Mitchell. I'm not, I've never really been a huge fan of his game, more of a uh, chucker, ball hog type, which New York just falls in love with. And as a fan, personally, I didn't want to see another guy like that come to New York, especially if he had to give up the last three first-round picks and the next three first-round picks and just give up so much for a guy that's not close to the quality. Like, we're not trading for Kobe Bryant here. We're not trading for you know Steph Curry or LeBron James. We're, you know, we're going for a guy that almost had the same numbers as Colin Sexton almost in, in the trade that, that Cleveland gave up. So I was pretty happy we didn't give up a lot. I mean, Brunson can be the guy for a while. I mean, he showed spurts of it, but a lot of it was against the second team, you know, coming off the bench. Um, I, you know, as, an, as a Knicks fan, we, we're really always pessimistic regardless. So it's not like we see us jumping into the top four seeds of the East, Eastern Conference. We're still building. We're always going to be rebuilding until we do something right with the draft or, or figure it out. But I'd rather have Brunson as the signing right now, and, you know, I'm glad we passed on Donovan Mitchell. Let's just keep trying to work the young guys and figure it out, and eventually we'll get there. Yeah, I, I even though Knicks fans were PO'd, I, I think that is the wise decision. You mentioned Colin Sexton, who basically missed all of last year with a knee injury, but before that he was a guy who would give you 24 points a game, and Utah, of course, is in a massive rebuild with Gobert going out, and you still got old guys like Bodanovich and Conley. It'll probably get dealt, but you know it's a rebuild. They have a million picks, um, but do you think Sexton now is an opportunity to you know be the guy in Salt Lake City? No, he definitely does. I mean, I, I liked him before uh, it all went down. The injury. We'll see if he can come back a hundred percent. But uh, he he definitely has the talent. Because he uh, has some upside and didn't show his full potential, but we know you know he's the leader type player. And <clears throat> Utah has pretty much stripped stripped it bare and starting all over. So they're going to look for a guy that's going to have some kind of leadership. So I I, I like the move for him personally because uh, I I feel like it wasn't he was getting a little disrespected in Cleveland you know, the whole Rubio thing and you know every they kept you know building around him but not really making him the focal point of that offense. So I like it that he gets to have a brand new start in a city that needs to start over. You know, it, speaking of um, guys on new teams, and I know this happened uh, in the in the middle of last season, but there are a lot of people in, in Northern California that really liked the Sacramento pick of um, Tyrese Halliburton, and he got traded to the Pacers in the Sabonis trade with Buddy Heald, and apparently Halliburton was in tears after the trade, probably the first guy ever to cry from getting traded out of Sacramento. But if you are sack and you send away Halliburton, Heald, Tristan Thompson, who's an old man, but you get DeMontis Sabonis, Justin Holliday, Jeremy Lamb, after the draft they have, it's hard to give up on a guy like Halliburton. But do you think that was the right move for that franchise? You know, with the Kings, it's so hard to, to say it is because it seems like a lot of the moves they make are questionable. And, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, you know, they wanted to really move on from healed a bunch of guys, but it wasn't really going to work. And with a new, with Vladdy's been out a couple years now, I think. So I don't know what direction they've ever been going in. Seems like every time they they build it up, they're kind of like the Sixers before they made it to the top. They would 
draft well and then build a team and then strip it all down. So <clears throat> not sure if this is the right move for the Kings again. I, I, I like Halliburton too. I wasn't, wasn't sure what they were doing getting rid of him, but why draft a guy like that? That much talent and he was kind of loved and then you just boot him that quick. So I, mean, I guess we'll just see, but it feels like the Kings do the same stuff every year. Noah Parker, AgainstTheNumber.com. Thanks for your time and your insights. Thanks for having me, as always. And uh, Las Vegas is on fire. We are excited for the parade for the WNBA Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got to get that in. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching? Who's watching me? Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, 
Call right now to learn more about your risk free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk free offer. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. 800 738 5332. That's 800 738 5332. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's uh, great to welcome to the show a uh, rising young star in Hollywood. It is actor Christian Guineer, and um, his his, uh, career has uh, really been uh, exploding. He is uh, on uh, Stranger Things the new season, and the role of 10. And he's done a lot of other things, which we'll, we'll discuss as well. Uh, Christian, welcome to the show. Is it weird to kind of think of yourself already as a Hollywood veteran, even though you're so young? Uh, yeah, it, it is kind of weird to think about that, but uh, I've been doing it since I was one and a half, so I guess I am kind of a veteran. Now, this was in your blood from your mom and dad, right? They were showbiz people. Uh, yes, that's how I got started. Did you ever say that you wanted to do anything else, or was this always like, I'm getting into the biz too, y'all? Well, I, uh, I of course, wanted to try other things, but uh, this has probably been my favorite thing, and so I stuck to it. And uh, Stranger Things, that role, was that handed to you, or was that a long process of trying to... Uh, you know, audition and all that. Um, yeah, no, it was a year and a half. So it was definitely a long process. We, uh, I auditioned for the role and then they said they liked me and they gave me a callback. And so I auditioned for it again. And then it, after that, it was just a process of waiting and waiting and waiting and every once in a while, they'd be like, so you haven't booked the role, but also we don't not like you, so we like you. We're just waiting to get confirmation from the Duffer Brothers, and then after that, we need to get confirmation from Netflix. Uh-huh. So we're just waiting. And I was <laughs> like, okay. So, um, yeah, a year and a half of waiting, and then uh, I got the role suddenly one day. They were just like, oh, yeah, we got confirmation, you uh, got the role. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's just casually something you get a phone call on. (laughs) It's like your table's ready and you got a role on the number one show on Netflix. Yeah, just everyday stuff, you know. (laughs) I think the greatest piece of acting you've ever done is when you had the Magic 8 Ball not laughing at Matthew Modine's wig when he sat down next to you. 
Yeah. Um, there was a lot of funny things going on set. Um, when I was when I was holding that eight ball, I like held it up to the screen. My hand was so shaky for no reason. I'm pretty sure it was because it was really cold in that room, but I was really shaky. So they couldn't just have me hold it. They had to like they had to have me lean my hand on a giant pole. Huh. So like in that screen in that shot basically was like covered by a giant pole, but they used like CGI to like edit it out, which I was very surprised about, like how they were able to do something like because it was literally covered by the whole screen. So I was like, I don't know how they're going to do this, but uh, they did it, and I was very surprised. But I felt so bad because the Duffer Brothers were like, okay, can you be less shaky? Can you be less shaky? And I was like, I'm so hard. But for some reason, I'm just super shaky. Wow. So when you went to, like, Comic-Con, and were you surprised? I mean, were people dress like you with the shaved head and i mean do you have fans that are maybe go a little bit over the line like marry me christian or stalking you or is it all in good fun um i haven't had any of that in um when i'm meeting people but uh online there's a lot of there's a lot of um cool people there's a lot of cool people so um yeah, there's been some of that. Um, my mom usually deals with it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I haven't met anybody too crazy. Usually they're very nervous to meet me, so uh, it's been super awesome. Now, how is it at your age that President Obama gave you a humanitarian award? What Did you solve peace in the Middle East? I mean, I, I, it's a pretty amazing accomplishment. Um, yeah, that, I'm going to be honest, that, I got that award when I was, like, eight, Mm -hmm. so at the time, I didn't really know how much it really meant, so, um, yeah, now looking back at it, I'm very, very lucky, and I am, like, amazed that I was able to do this, and, um, yes, I appreciate the award very, very much. And um, I treasure it because um, not only I didn't know what it was, I was just happy to be at the event because I was just there. But, um, yeah, I definitely appreciate it a lot more. Just like when I met um, Denzel Washington, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Why do you want me to take a picture with him, Dad? (laughs) And now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that about Denzel Washington. I I was like freaking out. I was like, wow, I didn't want to take a picture with him. I was like, that's ridiculous. So, youngest ever presenter at the Emmys, um, what was it, about six years ago? You were, what are you, like seven years old? Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Um, yeah, that was a really long time ago. I remember it so well, though. That's, that's really cool. Um, yeah, that was, that was definitely another really good experience for me, because it got me to, like, 
go in front of audiences and it really helps because when you're shooting something you're performing in front of an audience you have all the cast you have all the crew you have everything but i will say if you're really into that scene it will really just make it feel like it's you and your co-star it will not feel like there are a ton of people it'll just feel like you're inside that moment and it'll just be you and them so um yeah that was super cool i i kind of forgot about that wow it's been a really long time so now how does it work for high school now i mean do you are you going to go to just a regular old high school or are you gonna i mean uh do they teach you on the set do you have a hundred things going on what what is the uh what's the plan um yeah they have a that teacher on set if you have uh if you're homeschooled or public schooled they still legally have to have a teacher on set to look after you um so they've always had it in i just always do whatever school i'm doing online just there so i just bring my computer so i'm doing it online anyway so it's just like moving the location of where i'm doing it instead of me doing it in my bedroom i'm just doing it on set Right. Now, are you, I know it's early, but are you thinking about, I want to go to college? Or do you think, oh, no, movie star at 18, full-time, baby? <laughs> um, I don't know. I've thought about it. I've thought about becoming a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see. I'm going to wait till I'm more educated and prepared about that. Right. So, we'll see. What about commercials? I mean, that Subaru one, that one was, was nuts. Are you, do you get a lot of calls? Does your agent get a lot of uh, offers that way? Um, I actually haven't been doing a lot of commercials. Um, I started out with commercials, so I was very surprised to see um, my career go from uh, super commercials to Stranger Things. <laughs> but... Um, you want to know something funny? I think more people recognized me from the super commercial than they did Stranger Things. I don't blame them because I look entirely different mm-hmm. from when we shot Stranger Things. Not only do my facial features look a lot different, but also I had a shaved head. So, um, yeah, when people do rec- recognize me, like, um, I think it was... It was was it last night or was it two nights ago? I went to the Emmys and met with the Duffer Brothers. I met them again. And, um, yeah, Matt walked up to me and he was like, oh, my goodness, it's great to see you again. And I was like, wait, you recognize me? And he was like, yes, of course, you were in our show. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's crazy. I can't believe they recognized me. It's been so long. But, um, yeah, they were super awesome and all super cool to see that um, I may not recognize me, but other people do. So that was really cool. Yeah. No, that was one of the cutest commercials ever. We have been speaking to our guest, actor Christian Guineer uh, from Stranger Things and uh, so much more going on. Christian, congratulations on things so far and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. It's, uh, it's been such an honor and been really awesome to be able to do as much as I have.
Great stuff. Thank you so much. All right, we will take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by stand-up comedian Sally Brooks right here on Titillating Sports. Are you getting up multiple times a night to use the bathroom? As we get older, so do our prostates, and that can mean urinary problems that affect our sleep and quality of life. Life is better outside the bathroom. Real Health's Prostate Complete can help you relieve those annoying and painful prostate symptoms. Available at Walmart or visit realhealth.com for more information and to order yours today. Try it risk-free with our 120-day money-back guarantee. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover on America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles.
Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Oh, all right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. We love the Helium Comedy Clubs and uh, at Helium Indie on Friday and Saturday at 8 o'clock. You can check out Sally Brooks, our guest, and uh, heliumcomedy.com for tickets. Sally, welcome to the show. I know you're going to be recording for an album, so are you? Uh, are you going to record both shows, or uh, and then do a little edit? Or are you going to try and get her done on Friday? Look, we're going to try to get her done on Friday, <laughs> and then uh, and then coast on Saturday. But uh, but I'll record both shows. I'm not uh, I, I'm not that confident. <laughs> well, it's just it's just more prudent, isn't it? It's more prudent. You never know when you're going to have some lady who had a really rough day on Friday and drank a little too much at five, came to the show at eight, and decided she wanted to be the star. You never know. Now, how it do you, always happens. How do you deal with the? And it's funny because I've talked to so many comedians, and it's mostly women. But how do you deal? Uh-huh. How do you deal with somebody who's like, "Woo, tell it, sister." Oh, I heard that. You know, all that stuff. Uh, I mostly just try to, you know, I try to give them a little bit of attention that they need and then move on. And usually that's enough for people. Like, they just want to, like, they want to be there. They want to be part of it. When people are having fun, it's really hard to be like, hey, you're having too much fun the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually and usually that works, and I think it probably works more because I'm also a woman and, they, you know, I don't come across as aggressive. But, um, you know, if it gets too much, then I just look for the club staff. <laughs> <laughs> how many them the desperate eyes <laughs> how many times have you had to have someone removed so so few times i will say that it has happened so rarely um that i can't even think of the last time it happened anyone ever want to come on stage or see you after the show to take issue with one of your jokes i've never had anybody i did one time have a very intoxicated young woman um come up and say so she approached the stage as i was on and she was like um do you do you want to fight <laughs> like um no <laughs> i was like i'm a grown woman and no i don't want to fight but i kind of sized her up and was like ah, she's tiny and what's she really going to do i was like all right well come on up and uh and she came up and she was like wait i don't want to fight you and then she just gave me a big hug which i think was worse well i just funny it's like the the need for attention and love and it's like you know pain equals love hugs equals love that poor thing i know i know and then luckily her friends came and took her i was like can somebody please take care of her um so yeah but she was you know she was she was just had had a rough day so a quick (laughs) thumbnail on you where did you grow up and and uh getting your start were you encouraged or did you said i'm doing it oh well i so i'm from i'm a midwest gal and i'm from ohio and um and i you know what i was like i i started a little bit different than most people i was a lawyer whoa and yeah i graduated from law school and was just like you know what I just need to do something like just a hobby. I need a hobby. And I started taking a stand-up comedy class in Cincinnati, Ohio, just as something to do after work. And then I got really into it. And then I quit my job and the rest is history. <laughs> so, I mean, I may have uh, fooled my husband who thought he was marrying a lawyer, but, um, you know, I'm much happier. 
that's good. Yeah. No, that's great. And then if you need to, you can, you know, bring up a precedent or a tort on stage, right? That's right. You know, I mean, I can also, uh, I always have a side gig afterwards. I can sell some legal advice. I mean, it's probably illegal, but you don't need to know that. You, you, it's funny because you kind of seem Midwesty to me. You have that cute girl next door thing. If I can say girl without getting in trouble, um, <laughs> do, do you ever? Do you? <laughs> how dare you objectify me? I'm a woman. But do you ever? Do you ever get people like giving you that compliment? Oh, girl next door. Oh, oh, I'm yes. I, I look like everybody's cousin, best friend, sister. Like I am. <laughs> I look like. Like, you know, when I was younger, I was everybody's best friend. Now I look like somebody who's in their Aunt Mary's book club. You know, like, I just have that. I have that face. I'm Midwest through and through. Like, I was born with, like, an Applebee's homing device. You can put me anywhere in the world, and I will be sitting down for, like, a two for 20 and 30 uh, minutes, you know, just like, this is a good deal. <laughs> uh, all right, so tell me a little bit. By the way, we are speaking with Sally Brooks, who's at Helium Indie Friday and Saturday. Uh, Dumb Love podcast. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I am a white lady in her 40s, so it's about murder. <laughs> it is, you know, we're all contractually obligated right. to have a true crime podcast. Um, ours is a little bit of a twist. I host it with a, another stand-up comedian, Jen O'Neill, and we do um, one true crime story that usually has a relationship at its core, and then we do one true love story so that people... Uh, and walk away feeling good. <laughs> they don't, you know, they have like a nice, uh, they walk away on an uplifting story. So, um, so yeah, it's fun. It's funny. It's, uh, it's only an hour long. I'd love if people listen to it. We do sports stories sometimes too. Isn't it interesting in the, like the, the, these times where, you know, Rogan could go four hours that we say it's only an hour long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's real short. It'll only take up a one twenty fourth of your day. And, uh, <laughs> Right. Or, if you think about sleep, one sixteenth of the day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you get that much sleep? Good <laughs> no, I know. I wish I did. Somebody once pointed out, I was like, you know, I don't get a lot of sleep, but, you know, so, all, you know, also Edison, and I named all these other people, and they're like, yeah, you just named, like, three a-holes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, you're like, well, that explains it. That, <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, for your uh, your pod, do you did, have you rejected anything as as too morbid, or do you like diving into that type of stuff? No, you know what I would say that we are definitely true crime light. Like we we actually started out we you know we would do murders etc. And uh, in the last couple months we have stopped doing that. And uh, and you know what people aren't that crazy about it. But uh, yeah, we just you know we kind of lost the ta- lost the taste for it. That makes me sound like a serial killer but um <laughs> yeah we do more you know a lot of uh, a lot of cons and um relationship cons and catfishing and um you know stuff like that people i survive stories those kind of things the who did i marry i married someone and they turned out to be uh you know have some double life that kind of thing so we're definitely true crime right light if you're not into the murder stuff well, at least you didn't say Dahmer lost the taste for it. That would be <laughs> that'd be pretty bad. So your first album, Brooks, was here. I get the Shawshank uh, reference. Yeah, thank uh, you. I have a name for this one, which you probably think, ah, I've heard that a million times, but this one you could call it Babbling Brooks. Babbling Brooks, all right. Uh, I've gotten, uh, some people thought I should call it So Was Red, also another Shawshank um, oh, reference. That's right. It's actually going to be called Street Bird. 
Street Bird. Street Bird, which is, uh, if you come to the show, it is a joke about um, when I lived in New York City and I saw some guys on a street uh, talking out a bird. It's not safe for radio, but um, <laughs> I'll give you the, the whole thing if you come, come to a show or listen to the album. Did it's you do come out, uh, October 12th, actually. Did you do the New York scene? Like, Did you get passed at the cellar and all that stuff? I'll tell you what. I did the New York scene. I did not get passed at the cellar. I was... Um, you know, I was a, a road comic uh-huh. for a long time. I, I lived, um, I was in the Midwest, and then my husband's a college professor, so um, we moved to West Virginia because he had a job there. And mm. so I just did the road from there, which, you know, I did it because I was like, hey, wh- how can I make being a stand up comedian harder on myself? Right. <laughs> Let me move to, to the middle what, of What, Morgantown? <laughs> Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> go mount, <laughs> go mountaineers. Yeah, mountaineers. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, um, I did the road from there, and then you know we were, I was, I was like, all right, it's time to make the big move. Let's make the big move to New York City. And then the minute we moved, I got pregnant, and so, um, so having being pregnant and having a, a a toddler in New York City was a lot. So now we live in Atlanta. Wow, that's cool. You got Laughing Skull. You got some other uh, clubs down there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great scene. It's a it's a fun scene. There's a lot of people coming out of here right now. It's a lot of industry, and uh, you can be outside all year long, and that's really nice. <laughs> you know, you reminded me. There used to be a guy who would call me from uh, West Virginia all the time from Morgantown, talk sports, and I said, uh, you know, I've never been to West Virginia. I go, what what's Harper's Ferry like? He's like, uh, I've never been. Yeah. I- I go, you live, you live there your whole life? He goes, I've heard of it. I'm like, well, I've, I'm in California. I've heard of Harper's Ferry. I just wondered what it was like. He's like, I, goes, I got no idea. I can tell you. Uh, <laughs> it is, uh, it's beautiful. Right. It's beautiful. It's right on a I, – I actually met my husband uh, through hiking the Appalachian Trail, and it goes right through Harper's Ferry. That's like the halfway point wow. of the Appalachian Trail. So there you go. Well, fun fact. Wow. Did you read the Bill Bryson book? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course I read the Bill Bryson book. Why do you think I went out there? <laughs> wow. And you know what? Over the years, I kept saying Appalachian State, and I got corrected by the people in Boone. They go, it's Appalachian. Uh, did you see that Appalachian State video? It came out years ago, the one that's like, it's, it's hot, hot, hot. No, I didn't see that one. Oh, you have to look it up. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a perfect internet artifact. Wow. All right, yeah. so the... Um, the, the shows, I said, should say, heliumcomedy.com, get your tickets, Indianapolis, Friday at 8, Saturday at 8. Now, as a road dog, do you bring your feature, an opener, or do you show up and they tell you who they are? Um, I do a little bit of both. It depends on where I'm going, you know, how many shows, how much they pay, middles, to make it worth it for to bring people. But I got really lucky this week in that... Um, one of the, uh, a, lo- a guy who is local to Indianapolis, who is an amazing comic named Dwight Simmons is going to be featuring. And so I'm just, I'm so happy. He's hilarious. So come see him. Stay for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, you know, we have the punchline and Cobbs out here. If you're ever in town, come by the studio and sign the wall like everybody else. I will. I'd love that. Great stuff from Sally Brooks, Helium Indie Tickets, heliumcomedy.com. Thanks for coming on, Sally. Have a good time. Oh, thanks so much for having me. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back on Byline.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. his servants uh thank you for that i think it's interesting i'm 
going to uh, the doctor today, and Kaiser said, uh, do you want uh, uh, early check-in? I go, what is this, Southwest Airlines? That's weird. All right. Don't worry, I'm okay, I think. Uh, you know, we were talking about Donald Sterling earlier to um, Mr. Asher Levin. His grandfather moved the Clippers from Buffalo, the Buffalo Braves to L.A. and became the Clippers. And we talked a little bit about Donald Sterling. Well, <clears throat> Steph Curry, in a recent interview with Rolling Stone magazine, revealed that he has a huge regret that he didn't boycott the 2014 playoff game against the Clips after Donald Sterling was exposed for that. He said, one of my biggest regrets is not boycotting the game. That was a moment to leverage beyond anything we probably could have said, end quote. And at the time, Curry and his teammates wanted to walk off the court immediately after tip-off, but they ultimately went along with the Clippers' protest of choice, which was wearing warm-up shirts inside out, taking them off and laying them at mid-court. The Clippers were the team at the center of the scandal, so it made sense for the Warriors to follow their lead. Sterling's fine, $2.5 million, forced to sell the Clippers, and then a lifetime ban uh, from the NBA. And that was uh, viewed uh, as satisfactory for the players, and thus no boycotts uh, happen. Uh, But, um, excuse me. From Rolling Stone, it says, as we did exactly over the course of five interviews this summer, Curry repeatedly agonized over a moment he wishes he could take back. In 2014, Clippers owner Donald Sterling exposed as a vile racist in recordings published by TMZ in the middle of the upstart Warriors playoff series against them. Curry privately discussed the unified player response with the Clippers star Chris Paul twice because they wanted to walk off the court as soon as the ball was thrown up for jump ball. And... um and they were okay with the league making him sell the team. But um, Curry said it would have been our only chance to make a statement in front of the biggest audience that we were not going to accept anything but the maximum uh, punishment, and we would deal with the consequences later, but we were just not going to play. So even though the guy got kicked out of the league and sold his team, Curry regrets that they didn't act more harshly. I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. pack time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.